What is up, Steel Study? Happy Tuesday, everyone. August 16th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 300 in Heinz Ward of the study session. That's 386, in case you didn't catch that. My gratitude to you for listening today to another edition of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this Tuesday. It was terrible Tuesday as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare and get ready for their second preseason contest, only three this year, against Jacksonville this Saturday at 7 p.m. Very excited to be joining you for another session today. I'm very excited that you're joining me. Just a reminder, if you haven't checked out episode 33 of the Still City Insider podcast that Jim Wexel and I did, it is linked in the show notes. Check it out. Jim is super insightful and knowledgeable about your Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a good episode. We talk about the quarterback battle. And Jim gives me the business to make sure that you check that out. Wanted to spend some time today just talking about the inside linebacker position and the current concern that I have there uh, in regards to Devin Bush. So I posted an article early this morning where I took a look at 10 stats from this past weekend's game against the Seahawks just to see what jumped out to me. And I had already written about Devin Bush's poor performance against the Seahawks, out of position, caught up in the trash, nowhere near the ball, looked slow, just looked uninspired. He's on his way to being cut. But then when I started looking closely at the statistics and the stat line, he had zero tackles. At first, I thought that this was a mistake. So I checked a few different sources to verify the fact that he had zero tackles. And I'm not just talking solo tackles. I mean, unassisted, or excuse me, assisted tackles too. Zero. In case you didn't pick that up, let me just let me say this again. Devin Bush, inside linebacker that the Steelers traded up for to number 10, had zero tackles in a preseason game against the Seattle Seahawks. Yins, guys, and gals, write it down. He's getting cut. He's not going to make it. If you can't make a tackle in preseason, one tackle, one tackle. If you can't even assist on a tackle, you're done. You can't play football in Pittsburgh. And I'm not mad at the player. This is very unfortunate because ultimately what I what I think happened here is his ACL injury was just too much for him to overcome. A lot of guys are able to bounce back from that, but we haven't seen that with Devin Bush. He looks slower, but more so than that, he just it, it just doesn't look like his heart is in the game. And so I wanted to start today's show by talking about that and just talking about the inside linebacker position in general. Thankfully, the Steelers did sign Miles Jack this offseason who played with the Jaguars for several years. He did show fire intensity explosion in the contest against Seattle. He looked decent in training camp practice when I 
got a chance to watch him. Struggled in pass coverage, but at least they're going to have one solid inside backer. Robert Spillane, physical, aggressive, great. He can hit. He's a liability in pass coverage. He's probably right now going to be the starter next to Jack. But could the team go out and look for somebody to pair with Jack at inside linebacker? Is Omar Khan on the phone right now seeing what players are available via a trade? Quite possibly. I'm sure they're doing their homework. I know Roquan Smith out of Chicago has been brought up in discussions with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a real problem at inside backer. And something has to happen. Something will happen. I feel pretty strongly that... Devin Bush just isn't going to make it. Again, zero tackles. He's supposed to be the premier inside linebacker on your team. He had zero tackles. And I'm done. I'm done talking about Devin Bush, inside linebacker. But man, that really just stood out to me. Some of the other things that I wrote about. And the statistics piece that I put out this morning, that there were three players in the secondary who had double-digit tackles. That was Arthur Millette, James Pierre, and DeMonte Casey. And it's great to see that they racked up so many tackles. But it, what it also was, was evidence of how bad the Steelers' running defense was this weekend. They gave up 6.1 yards per carry to the Seahawks, a team that is not a very good running team. And those players in the secondary were having to make the tackles. Again, a lot of depth there. Starting on the defensive line on that front seven so you can chalk some of that up to the inexperience and youth. But a lot of work to do in terms of the rush defense, for sure. And to close up here today, studyings, just want to do a quick preview of this weekend's Jags game, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This should be an interesting contest if you remember last season, Trevor Lawrence was drafted number one overall. He is heading into his second season. He should take a step in his development, so it should be a good test for the Steelers' defense. We should see some more of the regular names, regular season starters back in the lineup. And then, oh yeah, do you remember last year the debate between Najee Harris or Travis Etienne at running back? Well, Travis Etienne was injured last season. He's back this year, so he will play in that contest, I believe. So some weapons there on that offense. And historically, there have been some fun games back between the Steelers and Jaguars. I know that it's not regular season, but back in Ben's youth, there were a lot of close calls, close games, fourth quarter comebacks. 
So it should be a fun one. Looking forward to seeing Jalen Warren get more carries. Kenny Pickett, I think, is going to be the second quarterback up this Saturday. So that will be fun to see him get a little bit more repetitions. And just a lot of great stuff to look forward to here with your Pittsburgh Steelers. And studying that's going to do it for this Tuesday edition. My gratitude to you for joining me here today. You know it means the world to me. We can connect one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I did with Jim Wuxo over on his site, The Still Study Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about the donut button. You know what it is. It's the donate button. If you enjoy what I do, want to contribute something to the site, buy me a beer. I would greatly appreciate it. Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great rest of your Tuesday. A phenomenal week. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this gorgeous August 16th, 2022, life is beautiful in the black and white. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.